Today on Pilgrim Radio's His People, Paul Acey, with thoughts on combating the social media selfie culture. Selfies themselves are not bad. You don't have to feel bad if you've taken a selfie of yourself, because I have to. Uh, but it can lead us away from the things that we should be focusing on. They always look outside yourself, always look to others that might need help, uh, and, and not look at so much at ourselves, because our culture, our culture encourages us to look at ourselves, and that's not what God tells us to do. Paul Acey, next on His People. Taking photos of yourself with your phone and posting them on social media is hugely popular, especially among younger generations. But what are some consequences of this preoccupation with being seen on social media? Paul Acey, editor of Focus on the Family's PluggedIn.com website, is with us to talk about staying healthy in the midst of selfie culture. Paul, at least for the younger generations, maybe for most people, is it fair to say that a high percentage of most pictures taken today are selfies? I think that's a, that's a very fair thing to say. Um, studies have shown, actually, that about we tend to take about 450 photos of ourselves per year. Now, the younger you are, the more selfies you're likely to take. Uh, another study has shown that, that about 93 million selfies are taken every day. So, uh, so the number is huge. Uh, I, I just took a selfie with my, my wife, as a matter of fact, last night. <laughs> Even though selfies are not bad in and of themselves, I think they do say something about our culture, and, and they do have some, some downsides that, that, uh, that we need to be aware of uh, in, a, in a culture that tends to look at itself a lot anyway. Um, selfies can sort of feed into a sense of narcissism, and that's something that we should really be aware of as we're, as we're dealing with it ourselves and as we're dealing with for our families. Okay, I do want to get to that in just a moment, but I'm wondering, are there some common kinds of circumstances where selfies are taken up? Yeah, uh, I'll tell you. A lot of times, it's on vacation, mm. right? Mm -hmm. It's on during during special occasions. Uh, my my wife and I just took a trip out to Maine, and we took our share of selfies mm -hmm. out there in front of the ocean, in front of the mountains, in front of in front of something really spectacular. They say that the Eiffel Tower is the most popular place in the world for selfies, and you can sort of understand why. You get a picture of yourself, you get a picture of your family with this huge monument in the background. Um, it's also often used just when we get together with each other. Sometimes we want to take a picture uh, of ourselves with a celebrity, or we want to take a picture of ourselves with our family. Um, these are all very prominent ways that, that selfies are used. Uh, they are used a great deal for social media. And you have uh, you have people who actually take 
10, 20, 30 selfies of themselves at a time uh, to sort of curate them and put them on their social media posts because uh, they, they really want to take the very best shot possible of them. And so they take a ton of them and make sure that it's the perfect view of themselves that they want to show the world. Well, that's interesting. So it, it's typically very, very happy, very happy kinds of uh, situations, uh, vacations or social gatherings, that kind of thing. And you said they want, of course, the best picture. I, I read somewhere, and I wouldn't normally think of this, but sometimes those photos are even tweaked. I mean, uh, photoshopped, maybe blemishes are removed. I mean, they real, some people really go to a lot of effort. Absolutely. I do not do that myself because there's only so much you can do with my face. <laughs> but, but it is very common to, to use Photoshop to, to improve, to improve, quote-unquote, improve how you look, to erase uh, the blemishes, to take out any stray strands of hair that might have floated down. Uh, you, you have this, this pressure I think, really, especially when you're talking about putting these photos online, you have this pressure to make them look as as good as they can. And that's not only just, they don't just stop at, at saying, we want this to be as good as humanly possible. It becomes sort of an artificial exercise where you look better than you would day to day. It really does sort of become this, this exercise in, in just putting not only your best foot forward, but maybe creating a couple more toes for that. <laughs> you know, where, where you really are putting yourself out there in a way that doesn't always reflect who you are anymore. And I've read that at times, and perhaps we, some of us have seen uh, selfies like this, that they have led to risky behavior or even um, accidents. Yes, yes, that is absolutely true. Um, as a matter of fact, I was just seeing this stat today. Uh, 379 people have died mm. taking selfies uh, between t- 2008 and 2021. Obviously, it's been around for a while. And, and there, was a, there was actually a lull in, in the, the number of people who died during COVID, of course, because people weren't getting out and about as much. So you didn't have as many opportunities for selfies. Uh, but those rates have gone up. They're, they're three times as high now as they were even, even just a couple of years ago. Um, and, and a lot of it is because not only do we try to, to make ourselves look better on camera for these social media selfies, uh, but we want to grab people's attention. Uh, and, and so because of that, a lot of people who take selfies, they go to some very dangerous places to take them because they know it'll get attention. It'll get clicks. We've seen uh, people standing on the top of these huge ledges or in front of moving trains or, uh, you know, right next to waterfalls. And sometimes uh, because your concentration is actually focused in on the camera and not where you are, it's really easy to make a misstep or to misjudge where you are. And, and that's where some of these real tragic events happen, uh, where someone can just take a, a, a wrong step and unfortunately injure themselves or even die. Uh, Paul, some have even said, and, and I got a release from Focus on the Family that kind of alerted me to the fact that you discuss this subject, combating selfie culture. So, there's even a selfie culture. How, how would you describe that? 
You know, it's a really good question. I think that, that when you're talking about selfie culture, you're really talking about uh, almost an extension of, of where we are in this very, very media-driven, entertainment-driven world. You know, this is, this is an issue that I deal with every day in terms of media and technology and entertainment. Uh, all of these have really intersected. Uh, and we've, we've come into this culture now where when we put ourselves out there, we're not necessarily um, presenting ourselves as we might be to our friends or our family. We're putting out a brand. Uh, and because of that, we become very hyper-aware. I'm not going to say that everybody is, is putting out a brand, but I think a lot of people really are very, very in tune with who they are trying to be on social media. And sometimes what they are on social media is not necessarily who they are uh, to their closest friends and family. It becomes sort of a persona that they take on. Um, I think when you're talking about selfie culture, one of the things that, that I find most interesting about it is that it tends to do what we want to do as sinful creatures anyway, which is look toward ourselves, mm -hmm. right? I mean, I intentionally, we have these cameras that are focused in on ourselves. And we talked about this earlier in, the, in our conversation, where, where people can be taking 30, 40 pictures of themselves in one go. Um, as Christians, we're asked to look at others, we're encouraged to look at the needs of a very, very broken culture and to reach out and to, to touch people who, who we might be able to help, to, to people who we might be able to save in some ways. Um, we, are, we are asked to sacrifice ourselves for the good of God and for the good of others. And I think that sometimes selfie culture, there's nothing wrong with selfies in themselves. Sometimes that selfie culture uh, can prevent us from doing what I think we're called to do as Christians. You use the term uh, right at the beginning, uh, just to come back to it, Paul, uh, narcissism, That not that it necessarily has to promote narcissism, but that is what, a focus? <laughs> seems kind of obvious, a focus on ourselves. Right, right. That's absolutely true. Uh, I, and I do think that the, it, it, it's like anything else. The more you do it, the more comfortable you become doing it, and the more it can change who you are. And I think that, that many, many studies have actually shown a linkage to taking too many selfies can be linked to actually clinical narcissism. Um, it can even become an addiction uh, experts say you can truly become addicted to just taking pictures of yourself, um, and that can be obviously problematic in a whole bunch of ways. Uh, I, I don't think it's quite the addiction, quite on the level as, as say alcoholism is, but it does. It can become a problem where 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 the selfie culture can interfere with your normal day to day lives, and it changes you in some ways. So, it, it in a sense, it. You don't want to maybe take it too far, but it can nurture a sort of pride or showing off or look at me kind of thing. Absolutely. I mean, that's, that's the purpose of selfies, right? Yeah. We are, we are asking people to look at us. Um, and again, I don't, want to, I don't want to make it sound like, like selfies are in themselves bad because there is a place for them and there is time for them. And I've taken plenty of selfies myself. Mm -hmm. uh, it, 
this is this is part of how we share ourselves with friends with families with we we remember things that 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 happened in our lives through these selfies often and there's nothing really wrong with that uh but they really can become a source of pride especially when we're when we're talking about this this curation aspect to it where we're 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 photoshopping where we're you know digitally airbrushing ourselves to look better than we are um and I think that, that, that even if we don't ourselves fall prey to that, study upon study upon study has shown that people who post a lot of selfies online are perceived by others to be narcissistic, mm. be prideful. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, oftentimes, if you post too many selfies, um, it lowers uh, the respect that you have amongst some of your peers that, are, that, that may be following you. So uh, those are all issues that I think we need to really keep in mind. And I want to ask you some some more of that, but but of course on the positive side, just to, just to balance it back the other way, as you said, uh, it, it, it is a way, selfies are a way to kind of show the people at least that you want to view them some for some it's everybody it's the world but what is happening in your life people that you're meeting um you know sites and things that that you're seeing it's kind of uh, allowing people to get a little bit of a a glimpse into your world i suppose as long as that's the that's the goal even there, I think we have to be mindful that sometimes because we carry around uh, these cameras with us everywhere we go, we're, now, we're, we're almost, almost all of us are tethered in some ways to our smartphones. Um, because we have these cameras everywhere we go, it becomes so much easier to take pictures, not only selfies, but, but pictures of everything around us. And sometimes I do think that there is even a danger when we use them in the right space, we can lose connection with the moment itself, Mm. right? We find ourselves focused so much on taking those cute pictures of the grandkids that we forget to (laughs) actually spend time and interact with the grandchild Mm. themselves, and that's what they really crave. Uh, We can spend so much time taking pictures of our vacations that we forget to really enjoy them. I know that I can be guilty of this, too. I love documenting uh, where I've been and what cool things I've done and all this kind of stuff. Uh, again, I don't think that there's anything wrong with that, but sometimes I find that, that, that it can move me away from, from really being in the moment and really enjoying that moment. Um, there was even a study done that, that that's fairly common. Sometimes when you take photos of things, uh, it, it, scientists have found that it does uh, lessen the enjoyment of the moment itself because, of course, you're looking at that moment through a screen mm-hmm. instead of through your eyes. Well, my guest today on His People is Paul AC, and he is editor of PluggedIn.com with Focus on the Family. I want to ask him about that ministry as well in a little bit. Paul, I think it was in the material that uh, Focus on the Family provided for me that uh, it showed that uh, some believe that an overemphasis on selfies, on this selfie culture, has had really a, a, in a something for parents to take note of, a devastating impact on many young adults' self-confidence, on their, on their outlook on life, even can lead to depression. Uh, how how could uh, taking a selfie lead to s- such serious consequences? Um, and, and studies have shown that uh, even taking selfies of yourselves. Now, it, it, there's two aspects to that. Uh, one is is the taking selfies of yourself. 
The other is actually viewing selfies of yourself and others online. And both of those have been shown to that they can lower self-esteem. And I think when we're talking about taking selfies of ourselves, uh, it encourages us to be in some ways self-critical, right? Especially when we're, we're really concerned about um, how we present ourselves online. There's, there's been, I know I'm quoting a lot of studies here, but it's interesting the, the amount of work that has been done. Uh, it, doesn't take, it takes a matter of seconds for us to decide whether we like a picture or not. It takes somewhere around 11 to 15 minutes for us to figure out whether we're actually going to post it online. Mm. Sometimes much more than that. We wrestle with how we look in that photo. We wrestle with whether it's the exact angle. Uh, we wrestle with a lot of things. And so because of that, when we, when we take selfies of ourselves and we look at those shots, we can become very self-critical. We can look at all of the negative qualities that we see in ourselves. Uh, and, and so it moves us into a place of not only being self-critical, but doubting ourselves. And that can, that can obviously have a huge impact on self-esteem. The flip side, mm-hmm. when, when people, especially teens, uh, look at, at selfies online, it's been shown that that can, that can lead to uh, lack of self-esteem. It can lead to depression. And the reason is for that is, is that oftentimes when you're looking at other people's selfies, obviously, as we've talked about, they're joyful moments. They're moments where they're with friends. They're in these exotic places. They've curated these photos to make themselves look fantastic. So when you are looking at those pictures, you are seeing an unrealistic depiction of, you know, people who you follow, even close friends, and you think to yourself, why do I not have that kind of life? Why do I not look that good? Why do I not have that number of, of really fun friends? We, we automatically begin to compare ourselves to those pictures we see online, even though those pictures are completely unrealistic for, for how those people might live. So it, it obviously collides, and I think you mentioned this earlier with, well, when Jesus said, if anyone wants to follow me, to, he needs to d- deny himself, pick up his cross, and follow me. Th- this uh, kind of tends to do the opposite, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah I think that's absolutely true. Um, and, and that is really one of the things where, where our culture, our modern culture especially, sort of rubs up against uh, the Christian faith that we follow. We are asked to be selfless. We are asked to look outward. Uh, We are asked to let Jesus and God shine through us, not to focus in on ourselves. Now, that's not to say that we can't have, you know, we can't appreciate all the gifts that God has given us. Mm-hmm. You know, those are, those are part of us. We should, we should in some ways embrace and even celebrate ourselves, but we should be mindful that those things are not ours. They are gifts from God, and that is something that sometimes gets lost in this culture of ours. Well, what is involved, Paul, then, in, in staying healthy while using social media in this selfie culture, what would you suggest and any, any thoughts for parents? Yeah, I think that's a really good question. And mm, yes. We know that social media is such a big part of our kids' lives. Um, and I think, number one, it really comes down to 
the lessons that you teach your kids. And these lessons, honestly, have never changed. These are lessons that have always been important for, for centuries. Uh, but, but a lot of that is, is to remind kids that God looks at the heart, and that's what we should do, too. Uh, let them know that they are beautiful and valuable just as they are. They don't need to take 50 selfies of themselves to present their best look. The people who they are trying to impress maybe shouldn't necessarily be, you know, that's maybe not the people who you should try to impress. Uh, your friends, your family, they will accept you for who you are and, and the beautiful creations that you have become. Uh, you know, I think that those, those are really good reminders that parents always need to tell their kids. Uh, and, and to remind kids as well that, that you know, the moments that we have are fleeting, and maybe intentionally so. Um, it's good to take photos to remind ourselves of those great times, but to not lose sight that life is meant to be lived. It's meant to be lived in the moment, uh, in the present, uh, and, and, and sometimes when we view life through a lens, we, we put a screen on all of God's gifts, all the things that, that makes this gift of life so special. We can put sort of a film across it where we just don't see it as clearly as we should. Um, some more practical tips. Mm -hmm. Definitely monitor your child's social media usage. That doesn't necessarily mean there's some great software where you can monitor it very, very closely, but I think that you, you should be mindful of the time that they spend on it. Uh, make some just regular old rules about when it is appropriate to use social media and when it's not. Uh, you know, don't use social media at the dinner table. Don't mm. use social media when you're talking with people. Uh, if you can, uh, especially if your kids are younger, this is much easier to do, but, but actually take their phones away from them at night because oftentimes studies have shown that, that kids, the last thing they look at before they go to bed is their phones. The first thing they pick up is their phones, and they often look at it throughout the night, and that, mm. that loss of sleep can be really troubling. Uh, so be mindful of that time. If you can take it away from their kids during the night when they should be sleeping, that can, that can solve a lot of problems on their own. So, so those are just a few tips that I would think of. And that sounds like a good piece of advice for people of all ages. I think a lot of people tend to look at their phones last thing and first th last thing at night, first thing in the morning. It can be very hard. I'll be honest with you because so many of us use our phones for so many things, including our alarms, right? Yep. But I do think that, that we find ourselves, and this is another thing that parents should be mindful of, our kids are watching us. We can talk about the influence of their friends. We can talk about the influence of technology. We can talk about the influence of media all the time. But the biggest influence on your kid's life is you. Uh, as a mom and dad, you are still the biggest influence that they have, and they are watching you every moment. Um, if they see you buried in your phone, if they see you taking a lot of selfies, that's going to communicate something to them. Mm -hmm. um, and sometimes the, the messages we communicate with our phones are not the best. I was talking with somebody recently, and they have somewhat older kids, uh, late teens. But the, I'm sure it started with the parents' guidance, but then it continued, and the kids are making this decision on them um, by themselves. 
if possible, why not avoid or opt out of this selfie uh, culture altogether? What's lost if you do? I do think that we have to be mindful that these things are tools. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tools are meant to be used. They can always be misused. Uh, But if if you take selfies, I don't think that that's inherently bad. It's how you take them. That said, not every tool is meant for everyone. And if you opt out of that, I think that you can find yourself with richer, more personal experiences. Uh, if you if you shed the phone, you know, I think that that that, that can bring in some some beauty, some richness, some some intimacy in your life. That that maybe the technology that we've come so uh, accustomed to using. Uh, Sometimes that can that can push us away from from the way life was meant to be lived. Uh, so I, I think that, that for people who make that step, it can be a very difficult step. But I think there's value in it too. Paul, you are the editor of PluggedIn.com. What is PluggedIn.com, and what do you do? You bet. So PluggedIn.com is. It is a an, uh, it is a, a part of Focus on the Family that that actually reviews entertainment primarily. We review music, television, uh, movies, uh, books, even video games. We review it all from with a with a Christian lens in mind. We we try to watch these things, let parents know whether the movie is suitable for their kids to see. We can talk about some of the deeper spiritual themes that can be in some of these movies. Uh, we. We really try to concentrate on entertainment, but we also deal with issues like we've just been talking about, the, the, the issues that are really on uh, our, our minds, our hearts, uh, when it comes to how we engage with a very, very complicated world uh, in the realm of technology, in the realm of entertainment, uh, and, and how to help both ourselves and our kids through this bewildering time. Uh, so we have a blog where we write about a lot of these things. We have a podcast where we talk about a lot of these things, uh, which is one of my favorite parts of the job, actually, just to, just to sit around and talk about issues like this. Uh, so we, we do quite a bit, and we'd encourage anybody who is curious to take a take a look. And you've reviewed quite a few movies, right? I mean, in your time there at Plugged In. We really do review a lot of things. We, uh, we, every every uh, wide-release movie that is out, we pretty much have a review on. Um, we, I personally have probably reviewed in my career upwards of a thousand movies, so much so that sometimes I go back in the site and I look at a review and I say, ah, wow, I wonder who wrote, who wrote this, I wonder who reviewed this piece of trash. And then I'll look and I'll say, oh, I did. <laughs> I forgot all about it. Mm. Well, Paul, thank you so much for joining us today, Mr. Paul AC. He is editor of uh, uh, PluggedIn.com with Focus on the Family. We've been talking about selfie culture, combating selfie culture, how to stay healthy on social media. Of course, uh, this is focused largely at uh, the younger generations, but it it certainly has applicability to everyone. Well, Paul, as we wrap up today, is there any uh, final thought, any words of encouragement, uh, parting shot? You know, again, I think I would remind people that selfies themselves are not bad. You don't have to feel bad if you've taken a selfie of yourself, because I have to. Uh, But it can lead us away from the things that we should be focusing on. 
they always look outside yourself, always look to others that might need help, uh, and, and not look at so much at ourselves because our culture, our culture encourages us to look at ourselves, and that's not what God tells us to do. You've been listening to His People on Pilgrim Radio. Many thanks to today's guest, Paul Acey, editor of Focus on the Family's PluggedIn.com website. Coming up on tomorrow's program, it's Jake Meter encouraging us to look at life from a biblical instead of a cultural lens. So what really seems to be going on is there's all of these kind of lifestyle markers and lifestyle choices that are seen as just essential to human flourishing in America. And we're pursuing those first. And once all of that is secure, whatever we have left is what we're able to give to the Christian life. That's tomorrow at the same time, right here on His People. Thanks for listening.